Welcome to the Mary D Show. I'm your host, Mary D, here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete. I wanna sprinkle you with some hope dust, tickle your funny bone and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful and joy-filled life now. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have all of you joining us here today. My very special guest today is Chris, and he started and built a $70 million portfolio of digital businesses within seven years, managed a team of 150 people spanning the globe. And as a founder, Chris is keenly aware of the challenges that founders, owners, and CEOs face on a daily basis to run a thriving business. After experiencing success and failure, he's on the road to building a more agile and enjoyable business that serves him and his family, not the other way around. So I hope for those of you that are listening who are doing this the wrong way, you get to hear that there is a better way. He's also sharing his biggest lessons from failure in the pages of his book, Joy of Failure. Chris has also been married 21 years and has four amazing children. And with that, I'd like you all to meet Chris Evans, founder previously of Traffic and Funnels. He's also founder of the Good Steward Co., a community of entrepreneurs. So welcome to the show, Chris. Great to have you today. What's up, Mary D? Yeah, good, good to have you. Yes, of course. It's going to be great. A couple of war veterans here. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Hey, but we still look good. I could say like yeah, we don't look we like we've been in the business this long. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> My wife got me on some good face cream, you know, so. I love that. You can definitely count on good face cream from us ladies. We believe it is anyway. So we my slather a bunch of stuff. I didn't start sooner on my face cream. It's all right. Hopefully your jeans will, you have some good jeans in there that'll Ooh. kick in. We'll be praying. I know. My mom's 80 and I'm always looking at her and I'm like, oh, my mom looks so good for 80. Like she looks great. She's like, hard to has any wrinkles. I was like, oh, hopefully I got Gosh, mom's skin. <laughs> what a blessing. I know. Totally. The fountain of youth. Well, let's start mm-hmm. there. Are there any biohacking tricks or any health tricks that you as an entrepreneur utilize? What's something that you do to keep your energy or your health in play? Because that's obviously a big part of being successful in life. That's huge. And I think it's one that we don't fully understand. For me, I think it's especially as I've gone through the journey of massive burnout and really digging into that stuff. I think that biology is a really huge gap often where we are to where we want to be as entrepreneurs. One of the most underutilized hacks in biology is rest. Mm. And so it's something that I've really have built constraints into my life to where I just will not exceed certain boundaries if I'm not resting my body. So I know that's maybe not something that people want to hear because we tend to not value rest as entrepreneurs. Grind, hustle, push, do as much as you can with the least amount that you can. But really, I think the more our nervous system is relaxed and rested, the more confident that we'll be, right? The more boldness that we'll be, the the better Mm -hmm. decisions that we'll be able to make from that state. So that's my first answer. And I'll give you some supplements if you want. Is that one of your companies, Chris? Do you have a side supplement company? I don't. So I do do a stack. And when I have gone through this process of burnout, I actually got my blood work done. This is something that I coach clients Mm. on as well. Okay. I mean, I don't tell them what to take, but I say, hey, you need to pay attention to your biology. 
because it has a huge effect on what you're doing, how you're looking at things, your perspective of life and business. And so when I got my blood work done, it was crazy. My testosterone was extremely low. Mm. And also my estrogen was almost non-existent. So for males, estrogen is actually really important because it contributes to your testosterone production. And so those are two things that I focus on. But then a really great stack of complex vitamin B, D, DHEA. Also recently, I've started really taking a lot of magnesium, which I've Mm -hmm. noticed a a huge difference. Of course, a lot of water. But then something that's fairly new that I've never heard of was methylene blue. Yes, let's talk about methylene blue. It's wild. I mean, it's been around forever. I think it was maybe the first synthetic drug. And it has a lot of benefits. Of course, a lot of people now are using it for nootropics. There's a lot of studies that say that it's really beneficial for your brain. And it really helps to charge the mitochondria, which is where your energy comes from. For me, I found that it helps me to be sharper, more focused. It does give me a boost in energy. And it's fairly inexpensive. Of course, I'm not a doctor or an attorney. Mm-hmm. or a NASA scientist. So check with all the perfect people. All the right people. Yeah. But that's something I've been experimenting with and it's been pretty good. That's amazing. And do you take it with water or do you take it straight up? Yeah, with water. With some water. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm pretty intense. Hardcore. I actually worked with a doctor, believe it or not, who made the suggestion on methylene blue. And because mm. I come out of being, you know, a cancer patient six years ago and she said post-cancer, you know, really to help the cells. There's some really great stuff that you can do. And this was one of the biohacks. So funny story though, I ordered my methylene blue and it comes in this little glass bottle. And I happened to be going to the sauna and apparently there's a great activation if you take it before you go into a sauna. So I take it, I'm in the sauna, I'm excited. I come out of the sauna 45 minutes later and I don't know how I managed to do it because I go to the sauna all the time and I'm in the same space all the time. It's big space, lots of room. I managed to jiggle this table just right to where it knocks off the bottle of methylene blue and it, cr- it oh breaks gosh. as it hits the ground. And now it's like the concrete is this bright blue. It looks like I was in their tie-dyeing shirts. And then, of course, the only towels they have in the place are white. So I'm grabbing towels and I'm just trying to clean it up. And I'm feeling like the worst person in the world because it's the end of the day. And I know someone else is going to have to come in behind me and clean all this up. And then, mm. of course, it just took me two weeks to get my methylene blue. And now I have to go in and order it again. So yeah, Yeah. thankfully they still love me, but it was definitely like, oh, wow, this is really blue. So note to self, people, if you drop some on your shirt, it's probably not coming out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I got a little bit on my marble counter the other day I was freaking out. So I'm actually going to move, I think, to a lozenger because I think they they make it in that, they modulize it in the lozenger. So okay. Yeah, because it's really business with that blue. Yeah, it is. So I do sauna, I do red light therapy and cold plunge. Yes, you know, the same. Kind of bro, entrepreneur stuff. Yes. Hey, the ladies are in it too. The ladies are doing it yeah. now these days. So, you know, yeah, no, I love it. Matter of fact, today I will go sauna, cryo, cold plunge, and breath work. So, those are on the table. Oh, and red light. So, those are big ones. Yeah. I think breath those work are is a game super fun. Yes. Total game changer. People think, oh, your breath. And guys, if you're not meditating because i think people are turned off by meditation because they're like i don't know how to quiet my mind that just seems crazy there's too much going on mm-hmm. if you start with breath work i think that's actually a better way to streamline mm-hmm. yourself into something like meditation because you get the opportunity to learn how to breathe find something else to focus on and when you do that it helps quiet the mind so 
little hack for you all out there in terms of performance. Yeah, performance and energy. And I love that. Thank you for sharing the little note on methylene blue. I think it's also a great one. I also get my blood work done every quarter. And I just did a cellular test because it tests your mitochondria. It's actually a P test. And I was a little Mm. sad to see basically whatever color your P shows up. You don't you want it to be less magenta. You want it to be more on like the light pink side. Mine was very pink. And it just talks about like how well are your cells like actually doing. And I think that part is important is knowing like what is your cell health? Because that actually is what defines ultimately whether disease is going to show up, how fast you age, all of those Mm -hmm. things. And that one, I think for people to pay attention to, you can actually grab that test for like 37 bucks. I know there's a doctor out there that's pitching it for like 167. And I went and looked it up and I was like, you can order this for $37 and get the same thing. So yeah. It's like a mail-in? It's a mail-in. No, not even a mail-in. They mail it to you and everything you need is right there. You know your results instantly. Wow. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the link so everyone can have it in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, happy to share that with you all. You don't need to pay a doctor $167 unless I'm sure he has a, probably a team that will tell you more things and sell you their products. So there's that too. Talk to me about magnesium because I think also that's another one people don't think about. I worked with a client who their number one product was their magnesium product and they just did a clinical study. It's like got some of the best results that you could imagine. And I take it before bed. I'm a strong believer in magnesium, great sleep, definitely on my list, of course, of high priority. And I also want to go back to what you said about that people don't prioritize sleep. I think they would like to prioritize sleep, but they don't know where to get back their time in the day to get what's, mm. what they need to get done. And so that's what gets sacrificed. So going back to that, what is it that we can share with that entrepreneur or that whoever they are, executive, CEO, founder, mom, who is sacrificing their sleep? Like, what is the thing that had to happen for you to go, I have to prioritize my sleep? And what are some boundaries that you put in place? Almost died. So that's a good motivator. (laughs) Yeah. I've had a really high pain tolerance and I can push and I can carry a lot, take on a lot. And so that Plus, not having boundaries and constraints and the right value system is a recipe for disaster. And so I tell this story in the book. In 2018, I burnt out, shut down seven-figure business. And then 21 to 22, massive burnout where I could barely function. And so I literally didn't have an option but to sleep. Mentally, I was not good. Emotionally, I was not good. Physically, I was not good. Like It just broke me. And so that was my only option. And from that point of just about a year ago, just over a year ago, it's just been a process of rebuilding kind of everything across the board. And a big part of that is my value system. And so I think the problem where we are today is our value systems are so screwed up. And I think that's why we have such little margin is because we're valuing so many things that other people value instead of what we value. And so for me, that's been a big part of my life is like, okay, like what do I actually value? Because I built these seven, eight figure businesses. I think a lot of that was coming out of survival, just running away from something, but I can never shift it. I never changed of, okay, I'm building this for something other than just to feel safe and secure, which I didn't have awareness on until I've just gone through the process of processing it. So I think a big part of getting to that place of like, 
what if like I slowed my life down and reassessed everything? Because having all the businesses and the responsibility and the money and all those things, like there is absolutely a diminishing returns to that. And if we don't have the boundaries and the constraints of rest and cutting things out of our life that really don't bring a lot of value and add a lot to our life and bring peace and bring joy and enjoyment, all of those things, like what are we doing? So I think for me, it's really identifying like, where are you in life and what do you really want? What's really important? Like to the person that's inside, not to the person that people see, which is a really hard adjustment, right? I know that you've mm-hmm. been through crazy things. Mm-hmm. I got sued by the FTC. Like that makes you question a lot. Like what the freak am I actually does. doing? It you know does. I mean? Yes. So I think that so many of us in society today, whether you are the mom at home or the entrepreneur, the, the CEO, we have just over time taken on other people's values. And that's why we operate the way we do, which is with very little margin. We don't value rest and we don't value a slower pace in life. And we don't value art and doing things that are really important to us. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's music, maybe it's whatever. And so I think that would be one of the first things I would say is like, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed next month. We have today. That's what we have. And so what if I choose success and joy and all those things today where I'm at contentment? I think it's been one of the biggest things that's brought freedom to me is the ability to just turn the knob down on my life and really look around and say, okay, like there actually is so much abundance around me. I don't have to do all those things. If they come within the constraints, okay, this is a different conversation. But I think it's time for us to change our values, our intrinsic values, operate by those values, set in the governors, the constraints and the boundaries so that we can operate from a place of full health, not just financial, right? But emotional, spiritual, physical, all the above. Absolutely. So Chris, let's actually dive into alignment because I think that's, you know, it's one I talk about a lot. Also the anti-hustle culture, because there is also a train of teaching out there that says you have to hustle you can sleep when you're dead and that it's go, go, go all the time. And I think that it's really important for people to understand that there are seasons of life, right? There is the season to work and to put things together and there's deadlines and there might be a launch coming up. And so those things happen. And then there's also the season of rest and there's a season of reaping. There's, there's all these seasons that we go through in our life And what happens, I think, if we stay too long in one season, if we're in that season and there's a hustle and a grind, then that's where we really start to feel the breakdown. Because there are people in life who are out there doing the work they love and they're charged up by it so they can do a lot of it. And some people go, oh, well, they're they're hustling. They are, but when they love what they're doing, their body isn't experiencing the stress and the breakdown and the burnout that you're talking about, which is unfortunately what happens to a lot of people. I too experienced that. Many of you know my story. I had breast cancer at 40 years old. And that's after coming out of launching a business that did 36 million their first year and then having a little dance with the FTC. So lots of stress, lots of definitely life experience happening there. And that takes a toll. It takes a toll on your body in ways that you're kind of beating yourself up every day just a little bit and you're never letting this like wound heal. And eventually it festers and becomes burnout and 
low testosterone and estrogen and all these physiological things that happen in our body. And for those of you that don't know, ladies, you also make testosterone and you need it. So men and women both need testosterone and estrogen. A lot of times you hear it marketed like men are the only ones that need testosterone, but that's not true. And Mm -hmm. I think that all these bits of knowledge and like we're people of experience who can say, hey, we did this. We went and built these multi-million dollar businesses. And also you can have success and rest at the same time. And like that can happen. So don't be like us. Don't go get sick or have that show up in your body. There's a way to do it right. And so for that person who is in the hustle, the wrong kind of hustle, the one that's breaking them down and stressing them out and they can feel it in their body. What's the key? Because I think people are also, they are in survival mode or they're trying to build a thing, right? So where can they draw that line? Like what's the anchor? Like what's your anchor? A big thing that I lacked was awareness. And awareness is so crucial. It's just having your attention be on every element of your life. And for me, the reason why I grew those businesses a lot of it, like I said, was avoidance. And I never got out of that avoidance trap. First, it's okay for you with how you feel. And I know there will be people listening because I've spoken on stage, I've spoken on podcasts, and like I hear with this new message, you know, that I'm preaching from the mountaintop. It's okay. You're not alone. There are so many people that are feeling how you're feeling. The anxiety, the stress, the loneliness, that I can't keep up, like it'll never be enough. I'll never get there. That is a very common thing. So I think it's okay for you to know that and it's safe. And I think if I would have had someone tell me that, it would have changed the game, especially someone who had gone and accomplished cool things and what we celebrate in the online world, at least. And so I think having awareness of what you've done, celebrate that. It's beautiful. Now it's like hit pause and, and reassess where we are in life, what's really important. And I think if we're really honest, A lot of things that we're doing are not what's really important to us. Yeah. It's not. And so we have to get out of that pattern of just the survival trap and the escapism. And I think a lot of success now is avoidance. And so we need to come to the place to realize that, okay, we're safe. Maybe it's time for us to do some internal examination and realize that I got some things that need to be rewired. And that's totally normal. And I think so many people, the reason why they do what they do is because they haven't gone through that process. Because if I have an internal lack, then oftentimes that's why I push so hard. Mm. If I feel like I'm not worthy, where I'm not loved, where I'm not accepted, then if I do this thing in business, or I buy this house, or if I fly this private jet, or if I drive this exotic car, then those people will finally say something good about me they'll accept me. And I think that's a lot of the motivation, but that is not sustainable, right? right? It's not. Right. That's the big thing to recognize is the reason why you're doing things and to know that you're not alone in people like me and Mary are here to help you. Yeah. I was going to say the other piece of that is to have the support and to have the people in your life who can actually reflect that back to you and be there for you. You almost look at you and go, you look like you're a little depleted. So let's talk about this. Let's figure out like what's happening right now that's out of alignment. And that's why we build communities and you have that community where people can come in and get support. And we started the show with talking about health and get kind of all the things that round out life and being able to enjoy it all. 
Because it's like, yeah. we're not here just to grind it out and hate our existence. We're here to to actually get to enjoy and, and savor what we're learning and the joy of community. And that's such a huge, huge part of it. And for all of you, if you are in that grind, I just really want to encourage you because I know the one thing that was a stack for me was a really good like shaking of the shoulders was, hey, let me shake you, Mary, and wake you up a little bit because if you keep working like this, then something like disease is going to show up and it's going to be the end. And if you don't have your health, you're never going to enjoy any of this wealth. That's tough. And it's like, even if you had to make some different choices there, what's that look like? And I can tell everyone coming out of the other side of this that I do better for myself than I did before. And I work a lot less, a lot less. And it can be done. So it can be done. And I think that's really important because there are, again, lots of people saying you got to hustle, you got to do this. I'm telling you, you can do it with ease and flow. I'm not saying that there yeah. isn't hard work in there, that there's a lot of smart work that takes place, yeah. but it looks a lot different than that first 17 years of my career. And yeah. that part I can go, yeah, no, we can switch gears. And it's amazing to be on the other side and go, oh, it can be done in lots of ease and flow. And it doesn't have to be this really grindy thing where I'm not experiencing my family or having to miss out on things that I really want to miss out on. And at the same time, once in a while, there comes something that you end up missing out on. So it's finding that ebb and that flow and really just being aligned. Talk to me about your book. Tell me about joy. Tell me about how did this inspiration hit you? I mean, the theme is clearly some joy, but what is the number one thing you want people to walk away with? Yeah. So I think there's this dirty secret in the entrepreneurial community where we do celebrate all of this success and mountaintop thing. And that's what people strive for. And, and in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with that. The thing that is wrong with that is not showing the other side. So there's so much posturing. And then people who don't have the wisdom or they haven't experienced the, mm. the craziness that we've experienced, they don't have that perspective. Good point. And so I think with me in the book, I want to bring that perspective because I talk to many gurus and I know them. And knowing what I've gone through, where people see Chris Evans and what I've done, it's like, oh, you must have everything and be everything and feel the greatest. No, that was not the case. I was riddled with anxiety. I had depression and I just held so many things together. And I think that's oftentimes why we burn out is because we are trying to hold things together, the posture that we want people to see, right? Again, to think something positive about us, accept us, love us, all those kinds of things. And so... Going through the process of failure, like there's, I think so much we talk about, you know, failure is good. Yeah, 100%. But when you go through what I saw like an epic failure, I want to tell that story because I had a lot of guilt in that. There's a lot of shame that I dealt with because, of course, everything that I had built, the mistake that I made was I allowed my identity to be intertwined with that. And so when that stuff started to fracture, I got that letter from the FTC. I felt like I was being ripped apart. And that's when I think the burnout really started taking off because I just couldn't hold it together anymore. Whether it was the FTC or employees leaving or having months of losses or whatever the thing might right. be. All the things. And so I wanted to tell the story of coming out on the other side of like, I thought that was the end, right? And just mm. like, man, I built this thing and now it's all crashed and I've had major issues and 
whatever you want to call it that happened to it, I lost it or let it go, whatever. The choice I could have had was to hold on to guilt and shame in that. And I think that's what a lot of people have around some kind of failure in their life. And what's really happened is it opened up space for me where I've found new levels of joy and peace and contentment that I've never experienced with millions and millions flying private jets around the world <laughs> and all the accolades. And so it's really celebrating what happens to us, through us, with us, through the process of failure, whatever level that is and whatever part of life. And for me, it's just going through those learning lessons, opening up about my process. Like the first chapter is called 70 million to zero, <laughs> right? It's like very yeah. vulnerable and hard to, to write about, but yeah, it's my process. And I just wouldn't be the person that I am today without going to that. I wouldn't be the dad that I am, the husband that I am, mm. the friend that I am, the leader, the entrepreneur. And so there is so much joy in the process of failure. And I think it's time for us as leaders and entrepreneurs to start talking more about our failures and not just the polish that we want people to see. Mm -hmm. I think there'll be a lot more freedom that comes to people in that process. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can guarantee you that at least for me, also being sued by the FTC, when that happened, it definitely made me question, made me question even all the companies I'd built before that. I was like, what am I doing this wrong? Like, what is happening right now? And it was a really great opportunity to have a conversation with myself and zone in on who am I and what do I stand for? And through that, I can go, oh, okay, I can see this evolution. I can see where, hmm, okay, maybe that could have been done better. And then also I can look at myself and go, no, I'm going to come out of this, not in a shame cycle, not in guilt. I'm not going to go bury myself in a hole and hide away from the world, but I'm going to come out and I'm going to be okay talking about it because, yeah. wow, it can be a black eye, but those go away. And it's a war story that I can talk about. And it's an experience that I can have that ideally the people I work with don't ever have to go through. And it's just one way to go look you know, someone out there has a problem that's maybe not as severe in their mind to them. And they go, oh, she can get through that. I can get through this, whatever that is. And I think that part is, you're right, is absolutely important. It's an imp important story. And I commend you, Chris, because I've seen too many times where people do come out of these situations, whether it's the FTC or some other major life challenge, and they hide. They're in shame and they stay in shame. And that shame keeps them stuck. And yep. that's really unfortunate because there's some beautiful talent and there's so much that they've gained. They're missing the gain and a way to take that and go, mm, how do I make this lemonade out of these lemons? They're missing yep. that part. And it's it's tough. And I just know it's because they've been fed a story or they're believing a story in their head that like, oh, this is my identity and it's who I am. It's like, no, that doesn't mm -hmm. have to be who you are. That can just be something that happened to you. And that's true of all the things that happen to us in our life, whether they're traumas from family or work or other things. So thank you for sharing that. I'm very excited yeah. about reading your book. I know that will be launching in the spring of next year, and we're going to look forward to reading Joy of Failure. I have to ask, because you've been married a very long time, you have a very big family. So give me a secret to longevity in a relationship. What's your relationship secret? Because everyone wants to be on the other side of whatever they're going through now. You know, people are trying to make it six months into a relationship. You are 20 plus years in. So give us a, a nugget. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
I think a big thing is commitment. It's committed to the person that I'm connected with, whether it's my wife or my kids and committed to improving myself in every area that I can to be better for them. And coming to the place where, you know, I spent so much time and effort with the business and growing the business and all that and realizing like they're really the most important thing that I have. And coming to that realization and acceptance of that has been such a beautiful gift and all the the pain and the brokenness and the things that I've experienced that's really enhanced that. And even seeing how my family has responded, right? Because our lifestyle was pretty wild. It was private jets to amazing vacations, you know? And to not have that now, they love me even more, you know, with the person that I've become and and how I've just become a lot more patient and kind and understanding, compassionate, empathetic. I think that's one of the biggest things, you know, commitment, everything falls under that. It's who I'm becoming and what I'm willing to, just who I'm willing to be in every situation in life is massive. So I think that's big. And I think that is something that is a challenge. And even my business partnership that I had for eight years, that was commitment. Mm. And season came where it ended. We're still friends, all good. Still love that person dearly. Still committed to the friendship. I could talk a lot about this. I love that. It's a great topic. I love it as well. Very good. Thank you for sharing that. I think that it's definitely a golden nugget. And for those of you listening, it's, I hope you heard what he said, which is basically that it's good when people love you for just who you are and not necessarily the things that you might show up to the table if you don't show up in the in the magic jet like that they still love you so hopefully you all will have those people in your life and if you need some support then you can uh, check out chris's group you can also check out mine i drop chris's website in the show notes and you also have a newsletter so we've dropped that as well so check the show notes folks and you can uh, get in touch with chris and continue the journey chris thank you so much for being our guest today I appreciate you so much. And I'll look forward to probably having you back on the show in the future, maybe after the book launches. Awesome. Amazing. All right, folks, we'll tune in next week for a new episode. And until then, may abundance always walk beside you. May joy always go before you and may love always guide you on your path. Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.maryd.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at The Mary D and just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page. 